0: Evergreen Place, we are more than just a senior living community. We are your friends, neighbors, and family. We appreciate the opportunity to provide care to Streeter and the surrounding areas. If you or a loved one is considering a lifestyle change, look to your family at Evergreen Place. Enjoy peace of mind and live independently, but with the assistance you need. Call me, Amy Spears, for a tour at 672-0903. And happy holidays from all of us at Evergreen Place Supportive Living. Ever caring, ever giving, that's Evergreen Place
1: covering streeter for you.
2: They give me news that I like WSPL.
0: The number 1 health program for over 30 oh. years.
3: Life, liberty and the pursuit of healthiness with Dr. Dina Dell. What?
4: Hi, everybody. Dr. Dina Dell here. Welcome to the program once again. I, I, I'm looking at this thing, and I don't know if it's me or if I'm not paranoid enough or you're all too paranoid and the FBI is too paranoid, but this new Barbie video girl, it's a Barbie doll. In the middle of her chest is a little lens, and it is a video camera, and it'll videotape. Um, I think it uh, does a half hour of video. Seems like a fun thing to have, right? Get your kid into video and all this stuff. Well, the FBI is warning law agencies that this could be used as a tool by pedophiles to make child pornography. And this is always a problem. When you can use something for nefarious purposes, is that really um, a reason to either condemn, take off the market? You know, it reminds you of pipes. You know, when you go, uh, people can use a pipe to smoke uh, illegal substances, and therefore the feds would, you know, raid head shops to bust people for pipes that could be used to smoke tobacco or chamomile or marijuana, of course. So listen to some of this stuff. Cybercrime alert. And this is so bizarre to me. It looks, feels like an onion piece, but it's not. Misuse of the doll, which has been on the market since the summer, by the way, FBI investigation has revealed an instance where an individual convicted of distributing child pornography had given a Barbie doll to a six-year-old child, a Barbie doll. The document on to cite the findings that there are examples where a concealed video camera had recorded child pornography. Okay, so you hear you hear the logic here? That because a child pornographer had given a Barbie doll to a six-year-old child, a Barbie doll, regular Barbie doll. And in another case, concealed video was used to record child pornography, which, of course, if you're making pornography, sounds, you know, what you'd expect. That, um, And that camera did not involve a doll, nor did the original Barbie doll given by a... Um, a a child of someone convicted of child pornography nor did that doll have a camera therefore they put the wise men and women at the fbi put together the two and said who law enforcement should be aware of unconventional avenues for possible production and possession of pornography the camera can uh yeah i was right 30 minutes of footage downloaded and streamed live blah 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 man oh man it's crazy and you know, sometimes the speed at which these things can spread around is is mind-boggling. It's like this Facebook deal. You've been following this one? I'm not a Facebook person, so forgive me if I don't have the correct, the correct um, uh, topology and uh, vocabulary for this. But you know, you can p- put up a little cartoon for your little icon, and there was a thing where if it's a cartoon, you're against you know pedophilia, and then someone said, "Oh no, if you're doing that, it's." Uh, You know, these are all Internet rumors. If you put up a cartoon, then uh, pedophiles can use it, and so take your cartoon down, and that turned out to be a hoax, and people are all confused and, you know, whipping around the Internet at the speed of light. It hasn't, believe me, do your icon any way you want to. It has nothing to do with any of those issues. Nevertheless, it is a brave new world. Here's another one. FTC, now this happened in our family, actually. FTC warning that scammers using online dating and social networking sites to persuade people to send money in the name of love. Typical scenario, scam artist creates a fake profile, that's easy, gains the trust of an online love interest, then asks that person to wire money, usually to a location outside the U.S. So um, here's some things that you consider, should consider to be red flags. Wanting to leave the dating site immediately and use personal email or IM accounts. Something I always tell you. Claiming instant feelings of love. You know, the Internet, it's funny. This is a whole separate subject I'd love to talk to you about sometime. About how, with online dating, you can correspond with words alone and you can think you're falling in love. Or at least you feel those acute erotic feelings, you know. Falling in love is a very vague concept. Researchers have no idea what it is, but there is an acute erotic thing that happens. It's reflected in your brain chemistry, and it's what makes the world go round. And you can do that. You can do that. In the old days, people did it with writing letters to each other, never even being able to see a photograph of each other. And certainly in the online world, absolutely. Claiming to be from the U.S., but I'm currently overseas, planning to visit but being unable to do so because of a tragic event. Asking for money to pay for travel, visas, other travel documents, medication, a child or relative's hospital bills, recovery from a temporary financial setback, or expenses while a big business deal comes through, all of those I've had personal experience with. People have reported scammers who immediately expressed undying a love and affection, others who secured the trust through passionate, intimate conversations, still others who took a more deliberate approach with months of payment, wooing before asking for, uh, the money. So, you know, be, be careful. All right. Um, that all by the way is a piece at quack, quackwatch.org. Also, um, they're going over, uh, we've covered the subject about this brouhaha with vitamin D and calcium. And I'm so glad that happened because now we go back to basics. There is no vitamin out there. There are exceptions, of course. You want to be six for getting pregnant, B 12 maybe in elderly people. Uh, But I've been saying with skepticism, you know, we've entered the vitamin D decade. We've come out of the vitamin C decade and then the beta carotene decade. And they've all just fallen on their faces. I'm sorry. Don't shoot the messenger, friends. I'm simply telling you about the research. (laughs) That's all I do here. It's so funny. you think I make this stuff up. You know, go talk to the researchers. You want to argue with them. I don't think we'll get very far, but nevertheless, um, and this idea that you don't need any extra vitamin D—you got enough of it. It's toxic, and the amounts you're getting right now. Be careful, even if doctors are falling for this, because they're falling for this the way we always fall for things. We base it, you know, we we, we, we base our opinions on flimsy research, and uh, and evidence. Uh, so be careful. Also, um, uh, this is uh, Germain homeopathic market, uh, marketers getting a warning level. A lot of you ask me, how do they make these claims? They had a call last week who says, how do they make these claims about homeopathic products if there's nothing in it? Well, because of a loophole in the law. But it is illegal to make uh, claims about specific medical condition. So they're going after some big homeopathic organizations here and manufacturers that it's illegal to market unapproved products intended to diagnose, mitigate, prevent, treat, or cure A flu virus. And we see a lot of that in flu season. The warning covered claims made for 20 homeopathic products from six manufacturers. They're their biggest names in homeopathy. They have no right to make a claim about curing a specific illness or disease. The law says you can make any claim you want it. You can go on a street corner and sell rutabagas and claim that they help the function of your immune system, that they help your heart. They will help you fight an illness. But if you mention a real disease, you're breaking the law. Anyway, that's nonsense, isn't it? That does not cover it and does not protect you um, at all. Um, let's see here. So here's someone, by the way, a letter. Uh, I just thought I'd read it to you. They just read Eat, Drink, and Be merry." Been out for a few years now. But this person gained 100 pounds from eating too much junk, She read my book and the diet section, as you know, my feelings about dieting. Set myself a goal of 2,000 calories a day, up my exercise a little bit. Started the food journal, and I'm down 45 pounds, and I still have my weekly prime rib dinner. I eat all my pizza and cheese and ice cream. I just eat a whole lot less of it, and that's the secret. I've been telling you this for a long, long time, Um, and... If you're not eating foods you enjoy, it, nothing's going to work. This is one of the reasons diets fail. They get you to eat stuff you don't want to eat. So just eat less. And I wouldn't give up for anything. You know, a weekly prime rib dinner, if you love that, don't give it up. Just eat a little bit less. And then she goes on and uh, talks about the clothes in her closet, that uh, everything is <laughs> everything's good there. So shut your mouth, take a walk. All right, we come back. Are you ready? Who's the most promiscuous group of people in our population? You're going to be surprised. You put any number, any way you want to measure promiscuity, uh, use a vernacular if you want. What group do you think is most promiscuous? Whatever you say, you're going to be wrong and surprised. Actually, it'll give you something to look forward to. All right, I'm Dr. Dean Adele, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-8255 or T-A-L-K. Stay there.
0: I started having symptoms of menopause when i was 47 years old the hot flashes and night sweats were almost unbearable i gained 50 pounds was irritable emotional just not myself as a registered nurse i was concerned about taking pharmaceutical hormone replacement therapies because there is a history of breast cancer in my family plus all of the unknowns when you take drugs so i tried emberin within just a few weeks the hot flashes stopped yes they stopped I have been working with Amberin for almost a year now. I've dropped so much weight, I'm no longer irritable. I sleep great, and I have a ton of energy. One of the most important aspects of this treatment is that there are no side effects. I highly recommend Amberin. Signed, Carol Nicholson, RN, and very satisfied Amberin customer. For your risk-free supply of Amberin, visit tryambarin.com or call 1-800-742-0427. A limited number of risk-free trials are available. Call 1-800-742-0427. 0427. That's 1-800-742-0427. Sally
3: Field talks about getting a month of Boniva free.
5: If you have osteoporosis, check out the My Boniva program. It's free to join and shows you lots of ways to help improve your bone strength. Boniva works with your body to help stop and reverse bone loss. And My Boniva gives you calcium-rich recipes, monthly reminders, and even a month of Boniva free.
3: Once Monthly Boniva is a 150-milligram prescription tablet to treat and prevent postmenopausal osteoporosis. See our ad Weight Watchers. Don't take Boniva ibandronate sodium if you have problems with your esophagus, low blood calcium, severe kidney disease, or can't sit or stand for at least one hour. Follow dosing instructions carefully. Stop taking Boniva and tell your doctor if you have difficult or painful swallowing, chest pain, or severe or continuing heartburn, as these may be signs of serious upper digestive problems. If jaw problems or severe bone, joint, and or muscle pain develop, tell your doctor.
5: Ask your doctor if Boniva can help you. You stop losing and start reversing. And check out the My Boniva program.
3: Join today and get a free month of Boniva if eligible at myboniva.com or call 1-888-MY-BONIVA.
6: There's an old saying, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. And at Streeter Home Building and Loan Association, we are still practicing the sound banking principles that have helped us stay strong for over 116 years. And according to a report by Seaford & Brewer, Streeter Home has been listed as one of the lowest risk financial institutions in the entire state of Illinois. We offer a full line of lending, passbook savings, debit cards, interest-bearing checking, and more. Safety and soundness at Streeter Home Building and Loan Association on South Monroe Street and Streeter. Member FDIC, Equal Housing
1: Lender. Looking for a gift or maybe just a little something to deck your own halls this Christmas? Don's Furniture has the home furnishings you're looking for on sale now during Don Furniture's Deck the Halls Holiday Sale. All in-stock furniture is clearly tagged with great savings. Every department, every brand name, it's all on sale with free delivery setup and removal. But it's only through December 24th during the Deck the Halls Holiday Sale at Don's Furniture in downtown Streeter, Route 23, South Ottawa. Open Sundays till Christmas, noon till 4.
2: Heart disease is the number one killer in America. Knowing the risk factors and taking action could save your life. If you smoke, have high blood pressure or cholesterol, suffer from diabetes, or eat an unhealthy diet, you may be at risk. Don't be a statistic. Ask your physician for a referral to the Prairie Heart Institute at St. Mary's Hospital. Visit us online at www.stmaryshospital.org or call 815-672-8741.
7: You better hurry because with these great deals at Kristoff's, merchandise is selling fast. After 73 years of doing business in the Streeterland area, Dick Kristoff is retiring and Kristoff's TV and Appliance is closing their doors forever. All new dishwashers and used TVs are half off. There are new specials every day and the entire store is on sale, so come in now while the selection is best. Delivery on sales is available and Kristoff's wants you to know that their service department will stay open for business even after Kristoff's is closed. Kristoff's TV and Appliance, located downtown street.
8: Now get the information you need online. AM 1250,
5: WSPL.com. Want to talk to Dr. Dean and me? Just call 800-548-8255. That's 800-548-TALK. 800-548-8255. So come on.
7: Hi, everybody.
4: Dr. Unidale here. Welcome back to the program. Time for Doc on Call. Fire away.
7: Hi, Dr. Dean. I uh, love your show. I uh, wanted to ask you uh, a sensitive question for my five-year-old son. Um, I decided not to circumcise him, and now, now his foreskin does not retreat uh, as far as it should. Uh, we tried the lotion that his uh, pediatrician recommended, Still no, no success. Uh, the pediatrician says that we are not at the stage of the surgery yet, but um, I was wondering what else except hydrocortisone, we can do to, to help him. I, I mean, right now it's not a problem, but uh, my guess in a few years it will become. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
4: Yes, I'm so glad you asked the question because it shows you, how still behind we are, and you know, in medicine it's funny. Information travels fairly slowly, and it is um, it's quite remarkable. It's quite remarkable. the The official the official position is you don't try to retract a child at five. There is no such thing as non retractability because many young boys it doesn't retract until they're in their teens and they hit puberty. So you don't have to do anything. You don't have to use any creams. And, oh, my gosh, don't circumcise them. I, and excuse me, I hope I don't offend you. But, you know, I hear a slight, a slight accent in your voice, which makes me think if you come from another country, of course, circumcision is not routine. And this is what is, you know, the way it is around the, you know, around the world. So um, tell your doctor, the pediatrician, that, let's see, tell him you talk to a urologist who's a cousin who says that retractability does not happen until uh, in, in all boys until they are puberty you do nothing about a non-retractable young man and just leave it alone because when you try and retract it you make matters worse you, you tear and you create scar tissue and then you have uh, you have an issue isn't it it's hard to get us in medicine to just leave things alone <laughs> you know we're all trained to do things it's just the same issue when it comes to death at the end of your life, you know, we want to just bring out the big guns and do everything we can to keep you alive. And um, that just is uh, something that is turning out to be inappropriate. We're not helping you. Sometimes you've got to let nature take her course. Uh, and uh, this particular issue is, is one of them. And won't it be interesting? I mean, there's a proposal, as you know, to ban... Uh, circumcision in San Francisco that will come up in the next ballot. Some fellow has come up and said, hey, let's go for it. And of course, if there's any place that's going to pave the way for new laws, whether they be good or bad or silly or serious and important to the future of uh, of our thinking, uh, San Francisco, it's the place. All right. Um, let's talk to uh, Sheehan. How are you doing, Sheehan? Welcome.
7: Hi, Dr. Dean. I hope I don't cry when I'm on with you, but <clears throat> I've been listening to you for 30 years, and I feel like you're an old friend of mine, even though you, you don't know me. I've called you a couple times before. but So I wish you the very best, and I'm very sad that you're going.
6: <laughs> oh,
4: thank you, thank you. But, there, you know, I'm not, I'm not going off the planet someplace, so keep your ears perked. You have, never know where I'll pop up.
7: <laughs> well, the, one of the things I was planning at some point to talk with you about, and I guess today's the day, um, is I'm a, I'm a primary care physician on the front, front lines here, and There's a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on that I don't think America really knows about and needs to know about when we make some of these decisions. And I was going to email you about this. There's a number of things, but if you want, I can just mention one of them.
4: Yeah, fly. God, mention away. We've got a few minutes here. Let's do it. I mean, America needs to hear this stuff. I, it's even hard for me to keep up with it. And, you know, in a sense, I have to say something. I, I'm not in the front lines in a way. I stand in a very rarefied place here, and I, I'm really desperate for information from the front lines. So just take the time. Fire away.
7: Well, I hope we can have lunch someday. But the um... Good. Uh, the, the one, just an example, uh, what I think most Americans don't realize with the changes in health care that started actually before Obamacare um, is the disappearance of private practice medicine, especially small, small groups and single practitioners. I happen to be in a small group of three physicians. We provide a very different type of model of healthcare care than the big groups like Kaiser, Sutter, the VA. Nothing wrong with them but i think people should have a choice and i think people should be aware that there's an unconscious choice being made now to eliminate us and if you look at most of the working health care systems in the world from france to australia to even england there is private practice still but we're on the way to completely eliminating it and i just want people to have a conscious choice here is that what america wants
4: yes oh i agree you know i just saw so funny last week i saw some figures on this it was astounding a survey of physicians and how, in the next four or five years, what they plan ahead or see ahead for themselves. And it's as you mentioned, it's a complete and total disappearance. At one point, I used to think because there was a period of time where uh, private practices were, you know, banding together and hooking up with uh, other other uh, ancillary services, and it looked like they were going to survive. And I do fear for a world where. Um, nobody can do it differently. Where every you know one way of going about it is proscribed, you know, for all the medicine. And uh, in general, that kind of a thing usually doesn't work with something that needs to be flexible and needs to be able to grow and change. So I, um, what do you see as? Is there are there any possible? You know, solutions on the horizon. Is there any way of going about this? Anything that people, you know, people can do? Or is it just so big and so complex it's, uh, that we're all helpless as consumers?
5: Well,
7: I'm I'm always an optimist. I don't think we have to be helpless, but I think we have to know this is even happening behind the scenes and what's driving it. Um, so we, And then we can voice our opinions to the politicians. Um, the You know, basically the lobbyists and corporate medicine and the bean counters and the systems engineers are the ones making the decision and what they see is that we're small and inefficient quote unquote and we can't save as much money as they can with you know with uh, people like kaiser um, we can't band together we're the only profession in the entire country that is banned by federal law from collectively bargaining so mm-hmm. that's under the ERISA law it's kind of outrageous the insurance companies got it through years ago And so the big groups have an advantage over us in negotiating with insurance companies. They get paid more for doing the same service than we get. And I don't know if people realize the difference is that in private practice, I'm the boss. I don't work for someone else. I work for you, the patient. And I can help you still today. I'm still limited. I'm more limited, but I can still try to tailor things and advocate for my patients in a way that's more difficult in a group practice situation. And that's going to be lost. So, yes, no, wake up and know about this, America. Is this the only option you want is to be able to go to a Kaiser, a Sutter, a VA-type system? Or do you still want to be able to see your local doctor who, uh, you know, may have more flexibility in advocating for you? And if you, you do want to have that choice, please, I went back to Washington in March with health care reform. I saw this in action. It does make a difference. Write to your congressional leaders, write to your senators, let them know that you want this to be something that's on the table.
4: Yes, and you know, I saw in that article that I had read about this, that the one thing they predict will survive under the heading of private medicine, which is not what you're talking about, you know, is this boutique deal where you've got to have a lot of cash. You give a doctor an amount of money for a year. You know to take care of you no matter what you need and, a, and a, it's a funny little twist on on the fixed fee for you know complex services but i uh listen i'm really happy to hear you know to hear information from the front lines as i said and um and give you a chance to express this because there's so many things going on that people just have trouble keeping keeping track of so thanks for that doc all right um i want <laughs> This is uh, kind of remarkable. I was astounded by the headline, The Most Promiscuous People in Our Society, Not Who You Think. 1-800-548-TALK, talk one I'm Dr. Dean
6: A caution over the U.S. economic recovery had the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 19 points to 11,362. The S&P 500 edged one point lower. The Nasdaq Composite added three points. The U.S. Employment Trends Index posted gains in November from the previous month, even though problems remain for those out there looking. The conference board says it expects about the same jobs growth next year as in the last three months. MetLife is forecast earnings of $4.75 to $5.15 a share next year in line with analyst expectations. The biggest U.S. life insurer also sees fourth quarter earnings of $1.04 to $1.14 a share. American Airlines today launched a sale through next week on travel this winter between New York and 30 other cities. The Big Apple's official tourism agency partnered with American on the deal. I'm Bill Fantini with the Dow Jones Money Report.
9: Why do we rely on just investing when there's another way? A way to measure success over a lifetime, not just a single day. Where you don't chase what's hot, you do what's right. And
8: where there's one rule, the golden rule. We call it vanguarding. Vanguarding is a behavior, a philosophy, a call to action. So ask yourself, are you just investing or are you vanguarding? Learn more at vanguard.com or call us at 888-VANGUARD. All investments are subject to risk.
3: We need to make smarter
0: decisions. Together. Faster. Basically, we, we need, need to, to collaborate, collaborate better. better. With email. Web conferencing. Social networking. You name it.
2: Because we're mid-sized businesses.
0: The engines of a smarter planet. We need IBM Lotus Live. A single, security-rich, cloud-based service. No new hardware.
9: No new software. Just a browser.
0: Smarter decisions. Starting with this one.
9: IBM Lotus Live. Email starts at $3 per user per month. Get set up now at ibm.com engine lotus price is subject to change by IBM without notice. While most of us are able to be warm in our homes in this cold weather, several people in the area don't have a place to go home to. They rely on the pad shelter in the Illinois Valley. Hi, this is Scott Ansteth from JP Motors. Help us collect items to give the pads so we can keep some of those less fortunate in our area out of the cold during the harsh winter. And just for bringing in any of the items on the pads needs list, we'll sign you up for a chance to win an overnight stay at the Chula Vista Resort in the Wisconsin Dells. And there will be more. More than one winner. J.P. Chevrolet is proud to participate in the Chevy Gives Back event and hopefully provide a hot meal, shower, and a warm bed to someone in the Illinois Valley area that needs it. Thank you for your continued business, and we invite you to stop in the J.P. now through December 18th and let us save you some money in your next vehicle while also helping out the less fortunate in our area. J.P. Motors in Peru next to Sherman.
1: Visit AM1250WSPL.com for the complete pads needs list. Then head to J.P. Chevrolet with your donation and register for the Chevy Gives Back Chula Vista Giveaway donations must be received by December 18th. Hi, this is Kevin Dean, financial advisor with Edward Jones and downtown Streeter. Today's interest rates are creating real challenges for investors. I can help you identify investments that may provide dependable income and match your financial goals. If you've had money come due and want to hear about alternatives to possibly increase your income and help reduce your tax bill, call me today at 673-2222. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
2: St. Mary's Occupational Health and Wellness Program works for you by providing comprehensive and affordable occupational health care services to the Illinois Valley. Our health and wellness programs add value to employers by keeping employees healthy treating injuries efficiently, reducing lost work time, and lowering health care costs. For more information, please call St. Mary's Occupational Health Services at 815-673-4566.
8: The process of selecting a lasting memorial for a loved one can be hard and sometimes confusing. At Schultz Monument, they understand your loss and help guide you through this process to find a suitable and distinctive memorial that will be perfect for your loved one. Schultz Monument is family-owned and operated and offers design and manufacturing of quality granite memorials with the personalized, dependable service you need. Rely on Schultz Monument on South Chabanoe Street in Streeter. Call 672-2049.
10: Fair skies and 18 degrees at AM 1250 WSPL. Those winds coming out of the northwest gusting about 24 miles per hour, leaving that wind chill and... At two degrees and it's going to get even colder this evening cloudy skies that low temperature will fall to five degrees that wind chill value down to minus nine degrees as those winds will continue out of the northwest gusting around 15 miles per hour and that's a check of your weather forecast on am 1250 w s p l
9: your world and national news from the associated press and the w s p l news team
4: everybody, Dr. Deandel here, welcome back. okay, I just find this astounding. Um, I'll give you the answer first, and then we'll dig into the data here that the most promiscuous people in our population are the over fifty crowd um That is you know one of the few numbers that tells me that um you know this boomer thing is different it's different. Now, nobody knows why this is. Is this the free love generation coming of age? Is this simply get used to this in future demographics where, you know, 50 is a new 40? I don't know. One quarter, one quarter of people in this age group, first of all, cheat on their partner. One in six say they've never used contraception with a new lover. One-third admitted that they had slept around, admitted to unprotected one-night stands with strangers. Um, the data is coming, This is now this is coming, by the way, from uh, the U.K., so I, I, you know, that's always, I, I don't know, you like me, I always say, hey, they speak English, the same as we are. Similar cultures, probably the most similar, you know, to us, so you got to, you know, you got to take it with a grain of whatever, a uh, grain of vinegar with your fish and chips. Uh, the main reason for not using contraception was they get too carried away in the moment. Uh, STDs, of course, increasing. Um, they found that young people, now heres the this one just knocked Heather and I over, young people are less promiscuous than their elders were at the same age. With all that you think about young people today, you know, and how different they are and how looser they are about everything, Young people today are less promiscuous than we <laughs> we were at their age. One in five teens said they waited until the legal age of consent at 16 in England before having sex for the first time. One in 20 of those aged 20 or older said the same thing. Um... And this research challenges the belief that teenagers are more promiscuous than old generations, and they unfairly get a bad name. Those in their 50s grew up in the 60s and 70s living up to the era's carefree image as they take greater risk with their sexual health. And um, now this is a big pharmacy cooperative that did this particular research because they were in sexually transmitted diseases. And I can tell you, we're seeing, you know, if there's an uptick in AIDS in our society, it actually is in the over uh, the over 50 crowd. Interesting, huh? So, listen, something to look forward to as you get older. Oh, he didn't mean that. All right, in Idaho, let's talk to uh, Robert. How you doing, Robert?
6: Fine, thank you, Doctor Adele. Hey, uh, my question to you is about colloidal silver. Yeah, is that still around? Uh, well, up here, I'm I'm about uh, 25 miles from the Canadian border, so it's uh, it, maybe it's making a comeback. I'm not sure. But uh, I read a, a paper on it uh, the other day that that it uh, uh, some of the things that it, it, it uh, supposedly can do, uh, from diabetes, it uh, mentioned cancer, some liver problems, uh, just a whole litany of things.
4: Yeah, I can help you with that. What you read is not a real paper. Um, when I say, if I say to you, I just read a paper, Um, That means it's a piece of research from a real medical journal. The guy who started that and some of the other backers, they have been to jail. Uh, The feds have fined them up the yin-yang. They have forbidden them from doing this. It is, simply put, a scam. Um, You have been lied to in that paper. And, indeed, if it's across the border, you know, well, that's where it belongs as far as I'm concerned. Um, It was a scam from the beginning. It was a terrible thing to have to fight Uh, on this particular program, uh, because the people behind it were just, let's have more access to media, because it's the way it is. When you want to market something, you've got money, and you buy time on radio and television stations and magazines and the Internet and infomercials, and it got really, really big time. It was hard to fight it. And the claims, if you see any legitimate research referenced in the paper quote that you're reading, it goes back to before the war. And by that, I need to identify that because there's a lot of people, young people, that they aren't sure what war is a war. And the, the war was the war, World War II. So we're going back to the 20s and 30s. And when uh, we didn't have antibiotics and when we were very confused about these kind of issues. So do not buy colloidal silver. It uh, it can, first of all, it can be dangerous. Uh, second of all, it can uh, it can turn you gray. Uh, there's a, a condition called argyrosis. We used to have argyria. We used to have a woman call this program who had it um, where your skin turns blue like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz, and it's permanent. You can't get rid of it from taking uh, silver. Silver does have antibiotic, uh, proper antiseptic properties. We used to use uh, silver and put it in the, ba- in the eyes of babies when they were born to prevent actually a sexually transmitted disease that could affect the eyes. So I wouldn't go near it if I were you. All right, let's talk to uh, Mason in Wyoming. How you doing, Mason? Hello? Yes, sir, you're on the air.
6: Uh, thank you, uh, Doctor. Uh, some sellers of dietary supplements base their beliefs in the effectiveness of their products largely on laboratory experiments with rodents. Will you please explain, apart from the truism that human beings are not rodents, why or how biologically these experiments don't constitute sufficient scientific evidence to justify the use of the supplements to improve human health. Yes. Well, listen.
4: Um, I actually I'm astounded, Mason, that there are uh, any supplement manufacturers who base their products on any research. You know, that's at least a step in the right direction for them to identify research. You know, when you slam a supplement with research, when you, when, I mean, the response you get from the supplement industry over, say, some of these giant, huge, double-blind studies of hundreds of thousands of people, double-blind, where people got a fake pill and then some people got a real pill, they try to find flaws in the research as well. You didn't pick your control group. So the real big... You know, they're nitpickers uh, about science when it comes to science challenging their products, but they're totally not into science when it comes to peddling their products because they don't need to. Americans will buy anything. We don't, most Americans don't care. So first I applaud you, Mason, to even pick up a detail like that. And in medicine, I always identify, I think, I I mean, over the last 30 years, I think, every time I'm telling you about a study and it's done in animals, I tell you it's done in animals because that's the first stepping stone to trying something in humans. I can also tell you, eh, I can't say this and back it up right now, but my instinct is that most of the time when something works in an animal, it doesn't work in human beings. We have some classic examples of screw-ups. You know, thalidomide, for instance, was originally, remember, uh, those of you not old enough, this was a terrible disaster. Uh, thalidomide a drug came on the market and it caused and pregnant women took it. And babies were born without arms, without legs. But in dogs, it showed no effect when it was experimented on animals. And those of you who are very, very concerned about animals being used for research, and I share the concern, but I don't share the viewpoint that we just should stop doing animal research um, simply because we wouldn't know where to begin. So we have to start with animals for certain classes of drugs. And yes, there are alternatives. And yes, animals should be treated humanely. And yes, 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 all that stuff. Um... But um, where are you going to begin? So you begin with animals, and you say, oh, here's an effect, and then you keep doing more research, learning more, and then you try it, and it's a big leap to get permission to do these kinds of studies in human beings. Trust me, it is tough. It is not easy at all. A lot of restrictions on that, and there ought to be. And then you make the shift. So I, um, I I simply think that when it comes to supplements, the what often happens is when you see if you look at the literature that they may supply listen i guess it's good that supplement manufacturers realize that they're under pressure and they ought to come up with some data to support their products they often cheat and they you know they come up with uh, research in their bibliographies that isn't directly related to their supplement you know it's something indirectly related and so it's really really tough to sort it through and any time i find a supplement that works and i'm being as dead honest with you as i can When I go and do my research every day for this program, and I find an article that finds a supplement that works, man, it goes to the top of the pile. Because it's so rare. It's so unusual. And we've been through this for 30 years now, and I'm not sure I can think, oh, a couple of them, even vitamin C, uh, excuse me, calcium is being challenged as being useful to a lot of you. So this is a Whole new world. A whole new world. All right, so good on you thinking about the details. I'm Dr. Dean 1 800 548 T A L K. Coming right back.
8: An important message from Medicare and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Got two miles to go, John. Why are you smiling? Oh, you'll like this. I just changed my Medicare.
2: Open enrollment? Yep. I compared plans and found coverage that's better for me. Did you see the new benefits we get from the new health care law? What? Like, well, 50% off brand name prescriptions for anyone in the donut hole. Really? Come on, John. you got to keep up. Open
8: enrollment is November 15th to December 31st. Visit Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. If you're a diabetic 65 plus needing diabetic supplies and durable medical equipment such as heating pads and seat lifts, give Oxford Diabetics a call at 877-391-9131. All costs are billed directly to Medicare. With our Acura Glucometer, you have a choice of site testing such as your forearm and thighs. Our meters, including voice, provide quick results with the little blood samples. Call Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Oxford Diabetic Supply fills out your insurance paperwork with free shipping. Call 877-391-9131. That's 877-391-9131.
3: Sally Field talks about getting a month of Boniva free.
5: If you have osteoporosis, check out the My Boniva program. It's free to join and shows you lots of ways to help improve your bone strength. Boniva works with your body to help stop and reverse bone loss. And My Boniva gives you calcium-rich recipes, monthly reminders, and even a month of Boniva free.
3: Once Monthly, Boniva is a 150-milligram prescription tablet to treat and prevent postmenopausal osteoporosis. See and ad in Weight Watchers. Don't take Boniva ibandronate sodium if you have problems with your esophagus, low blood calcium, severe kidney disease, or cancer. Sit or stand for at least one hour follow dosing instructions carefully stop taking boniva and tell your doctor if you have difficult or painful swallowing chest pain or severe or continuing heartburn as these may be signs of serious upper digestive problems if jaw problems or severe bone joint and or muscle pain develop tell your doctor
5: ask your doctor if boniva can help you stop losing and start reversing and check out the my boniva program
3: join today and get a free month of boniva if eligible at myboniva.com or call 1-888-MY-BONIVA
1: Looking for a gift or maybe just a little something to deck your own halls this Christmas? Don's Furniture has the home furnishings you're looking for on sale now during Don Furniture's Deck the Halls Holiday Sale. All in-stock furniture is clearly tagged with great savings. Every department, every brand name, it's all on sale with free delivery setup and removal. But it's only through December 24th during the Deck the Halls Holiday Sale at Don's Furniture in downtown Streeter, Route 23, South Ottawa. Open Sundays till Christmas, noon till 4. Show them how much you really love them with a gift certificate from Streeter Tire and Repair. From new tires to an oil change, a gift certificate from Streeter Tire will really let them know how much you care and want them to be safe. And Kerry Bryan is sure to provide quality, professional service. They inspect, install, and balance quality name brand tires as well as offer honest, expert auto repair from oil changes to complete engine repair. The perfect gift this year is a gift certificate from Streeter Tire and Repair. In the bright orange building on West Main Street, Streeter, 672-2732.
7: Hi, I'm Jill Urban-Bolas, educational psychology professor at Illinois Valley Community College. My work preparing future educators is very rewarding because of the impact my students will have on our future. My goal is to provide students with an exciting, stimulating learning environment that challenges and prepares them for the diverse classrooms in which they will be teaching. I strive to inspire my students to be the best they can be. As a member of IVCC's teaching and learning community, I am very proud of the role I play in preparing high-quality professionals and teachers for our classrooms of the future.
10: Cloudy skies and 16 degrees at AM 1250 WSPL. We're still seeing winds out of the northwest gusting about 23 miles per hour, leaving us with a wind chill of zero degrees. And be sure to bundle up today, this evening, tomorrow, because it's going to get even colder. Cloudy skies tonight, that low falls to 5 degrees. Your wind chill value as low as minus 9 degrees. And that wind chill value expected to stay in negative numbers through the day tomorrow.
9: If it happens in Streeter, we'll tell you about it.
10: WSPL.
4: Hi, everybody. Dr. Nina Dell here. Welcome back. Um, I have to correct myself. I got someone very mad at me, and they're right. Absolutely right. Uh, We had a caller last week talk about if a man uh, wants to be a, a, a woman and takes estrogen and what about prostate cancer, prostate problems, that person? And I, I you know, I was thinking about what he was saying, and a lot of wrong terms. And it is confusing to all of you, as some of it is even to me. It means transgender, transsexual, and this person who wrote me, and I'm assuming um, is more akin to transsexual community and, uh, excuse me, transgender And the fundamental difference is, and it's confusing, you look up these terms, it's not so straightforward, but a transsexual in general is a person you think of who takes hormones who, uh, or it's very, and the original term transsexual was, became, it was a synonym originally having to do more with cross-dressing. And then of course in this era uh, with pharmacology and surgery, you know, blah, 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 a transgender person. Um, this is a sad situation where someone is born and the doctors make a decision because a person has ambiguous genitalia. This would be a classic case, not all, of course. And the doctors decide to reassign that person, say, as a, a male at birth. And it really might be someone who, when they be, hit puberty, um, would rather go uh, become a female, live a female life uh, socially socially. And we realize that it's naive to think at birth This by looking at someone's genitals, this would be a female with an extra large clitoris or a boy born with a um, a micropenis that gets confused. Uh, that is what transgenderism is about. And that's not a person who's making a decision to be something, uh, something else. It's something that comes from inside. I mean, just like gay. Just the word gay and the genetic roots of it. All right, so I apologize for confusing or offending some people. All right. Let's talk to um, let's talk to um, Heather. That's right, <laughs> Heather. Sorry, 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 sorry. Outpatient inbox. There's a formal introduction. Wow,
5: it is time for retirement. You just plumb forgot my name. Is that it? Yeah,
4: no, 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 no. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead.
5: <laughs> Dear You're Dr. On, Heather.
4: Yeah.
5: Okay. <laughs> Written to ask Dr. Dean at Live.com. I'm going to be a grandmother for the first time in about four months. I had whooping cough as a small child. Do I have a natural immunity now, or should I consider getting a vaccination for the baby? You
9: well, know, for me, the for re- the
5: baby.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> the recommendation is now, and I, uh, I've been asked this a lot personally among friends of mine, et cetera, is that if you're going to be around a newborn or a child, you should get a booster. Because the source, I mean, whooping cough, it's there. You know, we're having an epidemic in California in some places, especially more than others and it's it's confusing some of it has to do with low vaccination rates some of it has to do with the fact this is a tough germ the vaccine does not protect you for life absolutely and so we are finding that there are adults who are carrying the germ around our immune systems are kind of good enough to protect it from invading us um but not good enough to kill it off altogether some vaccines kill it off i mean you're, no one out there is carrying smallpox around no one out there is carrying polio around. The um, Vaccines are really good. And whooping cough, it's a tougher germ. So, indeed, i tell you something, you should get a booster. Then you can feel relaxed about it. Your uh, daughter-in-law or daughter can feel relaxed about it. And I, that's just the general uh, recommendation that's, uh, that's out there. Okay, now let's talk to uh, Risa in Santa Barbara. How are you doing, Risa?
7: I'm doing fine. How are you doing, doctor?
4: Fine, ma'am.
7: Um, my husband was just told he has hepatitis C. Mm. They want to do—they want him to, you know, no alcohol or anything for six months, and then in six months they want to do this treatment where he injects himself once a week. Um, I believe the drug is interferon.
4: Mm-hmm. And there's another one too that yeah, they want him to take. or something. Yep, you're you're on top of it.
7: <laughs> but it sounds like a really nasty treatment. Now there's no cirrhosis the liver is borderline in size um the fu- it's functioning um you know pretty good from what they're telling him but there's a lot of bacteria
4: mm. and i how, uh, how old the guy is he
7: he's 61
4: yeah um does he know how he got it
7: probably vietnam
4: yes um <sighs> hepatitis hepatitis c can be very nasty as you know and um this is a major force behind liver transplantation. It is uh, it has to be it has to be dealt with. We have found now, uh, and it's a miracle. I got to tell you, if treating viral illnesses. If you don't have a sense of it, you should. That it's difficult. Uh, antibiotics are it's a revolution in treating bacterial illness, but viruses. You know, we're just entering the antiviral. Uh, era where we're able to treat viruses and hepatitis C uh, usually uh, comes from um, is usually bloodborne. We're not exactly sure the transmission in some cases because you never know because they're sharing a razor or a comb or who knows. But most of the cases has to do with coming in contact with um, uh, someone else's um, uh, blood, serum, etc. So the treatment, yes, it, it doesn't feel good. You can feel flu-like and achy, but you know something. We are. We can cure, and even before the latest regimens, we were curing more than half of this disease, and now we can cure the rest because the f- things you're telling me about, borderline and size, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, it is um, a possibility he's entering a phase where this is going to get worse. And when it gets worse, it becomes harder to treat, and then you're headed big time, you know, for big time problems. And I cannot give him an exact obviously, an exact uh, analysis of his particular case. So I'm afraid I, d- I just have to leave you with that and leave the details up to his uh, doctor. And if you have concerns, then consult another doctor. But if it were me, I guess, I'd go for the treatment. I'd go for the treatment because I could save him from a lot of trouble later on in life. All right, let's talk to uh, Joe in uh, Connecticut. How you doing, Joe?
6: Hi, Dr. Dean. Uh, first of all, please don't go. <laughs> but if you have- Joe, good luck, and uh, you've been a (laughs) partner in my car for many, many years. Thank you, Joe. Uh, I just have a quick question about removing skin tags. Uh, I've got a few, not huge by any means, but I I don't want to go to a a dermatologist. Can I just get like a compound W or the other over-the-counter freezing things for removing warts? To remove yeah, it. you
4: know, I don't know if they would, uh, you know, I used to have an aunt that would tell you to take, um, she, <laughs> she passed it on to my mother who told me, and I actually did it once to myself, to take a hair and tie a good tight square knot around a skin tag, and whoa, that hurt, but you can, and doctors will sometimes do that, take a good strong suture material, tie a knot around it, and it chokes off the blood supply to the sucker, and it just dies and turns black and gangrenous, and and just kind of falls off. Um Here's the objection a dermatologist would have. Anything that comes off your skin should go go to the lab and get looked at under a microscope. Some people call something a skin tag. I I mean, most of us know what they are, but I can't see what you're calling a skin tag. There have been people who thought they had a skin tag. It was a malignant melanoma. They did something, you know, themselves to, you know, to remove it. So if you've had a dermatologist tell you it's a skin tag and you want to try these things, I guess... I just, you know, I have to be honest with you. I'm just not sure whether some of these compounds, which are acidic, would eat it away. Freezing it would probably kill it off. Um, but once again, be sure it's a skin tag. That would, that, that's the first thing. And after that, you know, I'll let you experiment on your own body. All right, I'm Dr. Dean Adele. Please join us for the next program. Till then, as always, be well.
10: The holidays are filled with great music, and during the week of December 13th, Streeter Home Building and Loan Association will proudly present Home for the Holidays concert series. It's a week-long holiday presentation of Streeter Area School choirs and bands. All of the sounds will be broadcast live on WSPL from Streeter Home Building and Loan Association's lobby the week of December 13th. Keep listening for more details about Streeter Home Building and Loan Association's Home for the Holiday concert series on South Monroe Street.
11: Life changes in many ways, whether it's the tides of blessings and good times or the storms of loss, pain, and trials. But God gives us strength, and His Word promises to get us through. 1 Peter 1, 6-7 states, So be glad there's a wonderful joy ahead, even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests gold, though your faith is far more precious than gold. The paintery wants to thank our customers, family, and friends for being patient while we have been overwhelmed with life's storms. Between our backlog of work due to the June 5th tornado, and to the unexpected loss of family recently. Despite life setbacks, we are moving forward. Through all this, we are blending together our family businesses of Gauchy's Corner and the Paintery to form a complete auto service facility. You can continue to have all your auto body and auto maintenance needs handled through the Gauchi family as you have been accustomed to for the past 55 years. For all your vehicle needs, please stop in give Dave, Amy, or Bud a call at 672-8551 or 672-3262. We are conveniently located at Route 23 North at Gauchy's Corner and Street. Let your future soar and sign up for classes at Illinois Valley
8: Community College. Registration for spring classes is now underway. Register online or in person, by phone, fax, or mail, whatever is easiest for you. Visit ivcc.edu or call 224-0447 for more information. Spring registration is now underway at Illinois Valley Community College. No place so close
3: can take you so far.
8: AM 1250 WSPL Streeter. A
9: radio group radio station.
8: At the tone, it's 4 o'clock.